and we're back. I am following up. This is part two of the discussion I started uh, two or three weeks ago about why uh, we would want to be part of a church. I was going to release this earlier, but um, a couple weeks ago was the time where here in Canada our news was being flooded with these stories, horrible stories of um, these unmarked graves of uh, indigenous children being found in residential schools all across Canada. Ultimately, because of the um, what the church had done, and it it seemed like a a bad time to be talking about the value of church. <laughs> um, and and yet, it is stories like that in the news that almost make this this discussion uh, more important than ever because um, kind of like I mentioned in my previous video and if you haven't watched it I encourage you to go back and, and, and watch it but um, you know there are, every so often in the news cycle a story comes out about some bad thing that a Christian and or church has done and as followers of Jesus we need to grapple with the fact you know why even if we are following Jesus, why do we want to be associated with these other uh, followers of Jesus and, and churches? Okay. So, picking up from where we left off, uh, I, well, I guess a, a few introductory points. Number one, when I'm talking about the value of church, um, I am not necessarily talking about the value of whatever churches you have experienced so far. <laughs> uh, because some churches are better than others. No church is perfect, but some churches are definitely closer to the mark than others. Um, I think there are some churches that have totally lost the their direction, have totally missed the point, and are not actually following Jesus. Um, and so maybe you've been to a church like that. And so I'm not necessarily saying that whatever you have experienced is good and you should just go back to that. Maybe you need to find a better church. Um, secondly, by church, I am not referring to a building. Uh, although we refer to these Christian buildings as churches, technically church just means a group of people. Uh, a group of Jesus followers that are gathering somewhat regularly uh, for the sake of Jesus. Um, that is church. Church is a group, not a place. Um, and church can look a thousand different ways. Um, literally a, a group of, like a handful of Jesus followers in someone's house, um, you know, doing life together and, and sharing their lives together and stuff, uh, talking about Jesus, that that is church, okay? So I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about any one special type of church. Okay, moving into, uh, that, that was just sort of introductory, moving into the heart of the matter, what I'm going to talk about right now may seem kind of like really big picture and it's kind of like, okay, what does this have to do with me getting up early on a Sunday morning to 
you know, go to a church service. Um, hopefully that will become apparent, but I ask you to just like stick with me because it's really important, I think, to get the big idea of like why God made church, why he wants churches in the first place. Like what, what is the goal? What's the mission? Um, and that will help us on a week to week basis when we're grappling, uh, do I really want to wake up early? You know, do I want to spend my time getting together with these other Jesus following people, uh, when I could be doing it any other way. Okay. So to start off with, um, when we talk about being spiritual and not religious or kind of just doing the Jesus thing by myself, but you know, I like Jesus, but I, I don't like Christians that, that type of mentality. I think the, the temptation, the possible danger of that is that it can become very individualistic. It can kind of just become about me. Um, if it's really just sort of about, you know, my spirituality making me feel good, um, you know, kind of gives me warm fuzzies or, or whatever, you know, I, I, I wake up and I meditate and it makes me feel peaceful or something. And it makes me connected to a, uh, you know, something higher than myself. Like that's, that's cool. It's not wrong, but it's, it's not necessarily enough either. Um, because I think ultimately we, we don't just want each individual person to, to be having warm fuzzies, we want, um, we want this world and our relationships and our communities to be healed. Um, we, we want people and our societies to come together in unity and, um, if my spirituality is just kind of something that I, I have for my own good feelings, uh, that is good, but doesn't go far enough. And so you might be thinking, well, no, you know, the, the spirituality that I have by myself, that I do by myself, it helps me be nicer to other people. It helps me be a more tolerant person. But once again, I, I would say that's good. If everyone could be nicer and more tolerant, like that would be a huge step forward, uh, but still isn't necessarily going far enough. Um, uh, niceness and tolerance are not going to fix the issues of the world. Like if you just, in your mind, scroll through, uh, the bad stuff that is happening in your neighborhood, in your country, in the world, uh, niceness is not going to cut it. Um, and tolerance once again is good. If you can tolerate people that are different from you for whatever reason, that's good, but that's kind of just avoiding treating people badly, but it's not actively treating people well. I, we are, I think if, if we stopped and thought about it, we're, we are looking for, and we want to experience and be a part of communities of people that proactively care about each other, 
you like they care about you and you care about their well-being and they take care of you and you take care of them uh when you're going through good times they celebrate with you when you're going through bad times they uh grieve with you and support you um when someone is in need whether it's financial need uh you know they need a tool they need a hug uh you know you can be there for each other um they know you they know your struggles they know your the things you're proud of and and vice versa um you know places where we can be known and know each other that is the type of community that we're all searching for and niceness and tolerance you know in terms of just going about your day as usual being nice to people that's not really going to create that holistic flourishing community that i was just describing either <laughs> so i'm just noticing <laughs> what time we're at already i'm trying to keep these talks to under 10 minutes and we're already above 9 minutes so maybe what i'll do is i'll i'll cut this short uh now and then do a part 3 after this um but for now the idea is how do we all want this flourishing community on a big picture for the world and on a smaller picture for ourselves i if we were honest we we'd like to find it and if we do have it we're super thankful for it <laughs> um but the question is how do we get there and and specifically what is sort of uh god's perspective on this and his mission his uh strategy for making it happen we'll talk about that in the next video part 3